Article 12, Yea, Hath God Said, by Pastor Dan Gaiman. Consider these seemingly inane, harmless words. Yea, hath God said? This question, posed by Satan, appears for the first time in Genesis 3, verse 1. The Angel of Lights, 2 Corinthians 11, verse 1 through 3, and verses 13 through 15, insidious question, is the root behind the infamous critical thinking of today. In this instance, the serpent, serpent was questioning, doubting, and casting aspirations upon the very word of God. This marked the beginning of the assault on the very word of God, the foundation for all meaning and reality. A sovereign God had told the man, Adam, that he could eat from every tree of the garden, but with one exception. Adam was forbidden from eating of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. The serpent that arrived into the garden challenged the authority of the very word of God himself. Did God really say that Adam was forbidden from eating of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? The woman was honest in her reply to the serpent. We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day that ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. From Genesis chapter 3, verses 2 through 5. Satan's assault upon the authority and meaning of God's word is the tip of the spear in the battle for truth, the mind of man, the souls of Adam's kind, and the dominion of this earth. In fact, this battle is at the very heart of America and the entire Christian Western world. God and his word are the basis for all reality. All truth rests on the absolute veracity of scripture. Anything that departs from the truth of scripture is a lie. Is it any wonder that the serpent, defined as that old serpent called the devil and Satan, is the father of lies? Ponder this question. What is the goal of critical thinking? Surely it is to assault the foundation of reality and truth, which God's word alone establishes. Thus, critical thinking is a direct assault upon God's word. It is from this launching point that Satan and his minions have waged the battle to define truth and reality. The assault upon God's word, defined in the inspired and divinely revealed word of God, is at the heart of every major problem facing America and all nations of the European Western civilization. The goal of the serpent from the very beginning was to question the veracity of the word of God. Fallen man can advance in artificial reality, a mythical reality, only by corrupting the word of God, defining meaning apart from God's word, and building a worldview based on the lies of the serpent. When the serpent introduced critical thinking, defined as denial of the absolute authoritative word of God, into the perfect world of the Garden of Eden, where Adam kind was taking dominion as God had commanded, it resulted in the fall of Adam and all his posterity as well as the entire creation over which Adam's lordship extended. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. From Romans chapter 5 verse 12. Adam willfully accepted the injection of the serpent, choosing to sin by rejecting God's word of absolute truth. As a result, 
the entire creation fell. Therefore, we're left with sickness and disease, sorrow and pain, and the ultimate loss of eternal life in this immediate world. We're, we all face death as the ultimate consequence of the serpent's poison of sin. Every member of Adam's race is born with sin nature, resulting from the poison of the serpent. It is only through grace alone, by faith in Jesus Christ alone, by scripture alone, and all to the glory of God alone, that our sovereign God saves his elect from the deadly poison of sin that the father of the serpent race, introduced beginning with Eve, then Adam, and all their posterity thereafter. The fall of man and all creation began with this one question from the cunning serpent, Yea, hath God said? Critical thinking originated with the serpent at the dawn of history when the serpent beguiled Eve, who in turn gave the poison to Adam, in Genesis 3, verse 6. The initial assault upon our sovereign God's authority came when the serpent introduced a new path to knowledge apart from God's word. By challenging and then dismissing God's truth with this cunning question, the serpent introduced an alternate world view based upon his own lies and deception, beginning with the corruption of authoritative word of God, which we know is the source of absolute truth. The serpent introduced the path to spiritual darkness, a perverted morality, corrupted ethics, and a kingdom of darkness in stark contrast to the kingdom of light that radiated from God's pure and undefiled word, Holy Scripture. After all, this was the primary thrust of the serpent. He wanted to pervert and twist God's word. In short, the battle for absolute truth has continued ever since. By presenting corrupt Bibles to the children of light, the serpent continues to undermine and assault the reality and truth of God's authoritative word. The serpent went right to the jugular vein, that is, the seminaries, pulpits, publishers, colleges, universities, and printing presses to unleash corrupted Bibles and revisionist history into every language that the children of light speak. The first line of corrupted Bibles was introduced into the English-speaking world in 1881 with the publication of the Revised Standard Version, built from a corrupted line of critical texts. Since its introduction, more than 100 other English translations, all descended from this fraudulent textual criticism, embedded into the Revised Version of 1881, have been published. The authorized King James Bible descended from an entirely different lineage of Bibles, but it is under assault from the serpent and his minions for one reason. This Bible rejects the poison of the serpent that the angel of light injected into the Christian world with Codex Alexandrus, Codex Vaticanus, and Codex Sinaiticus by Westcott and Hort, and the revised version in 1881. Some of the most virulent poison of the serpent can be traced to the Frankfurt School, or the seat of critical theory, at the Goethe University in Frankfurt, Germany, for the purpose of developing Marxist studies in Germany. After 1933, the Nazis forced its closure, and the Institute found a new home in the United States at Columbia University in New York City. The influence of the Frankfurt School has been enormous. This Marxist ideology has spread the poison of the serpent across the spectrum of higher education in America, and has now saturated the public schools of the country. The serpent and his children introduced critical thinking into America when the U.S. Supreme Court recognized secular humanism, the poison of the serpent, 
as a religion with equal standing in Torcaso v. Wakens, U.S. 488 in 1961, as any other religion, including Christianity. In 1933, John Dewey introduced the Humanist Manifesto. He was one of its primary designers and is known as the father of progressive education. Charles Francis Potter, a signer of the, human, the Humanist Manifesto, said this, Education is thus a most powerful ally of humanism, and every American public school is a school of humanism. The poison of the serpent became the primary goal of the American public education. Critical thinking is the same poison that the serpent used in Genesis 3 to corrupt God's perfect and absolute word of truth. The poison of critical thinking introduced with the question, Yea, hath God said? has been used to bring about racial amalgamation, miscegenation, feminism, sodomy, same-sex marriage, gender dysphoria, pedophilia, and the complete trashing of God's absolute word of truth. Remnant Christians must heed God's call to come out of this Babylonian quagmire with a prayer that they will not be partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not her plagues. From Revelation 18, verse 4.